How Long Gone, <clears throat> live from room 3011 at the Riviera Maya at Kanai edition, opening weekend. Uh, I'm a little sun-kissed, Soft opening. I'm a little sun-kissed, uh, and... But I'm rested. You don't. You look. There's this. You have some pinkish. You have some yeah. white. Obviously, you're very white. But then mm -hmm. there's some magenta on the shins. Yeah, for sure. I, I did a like an hour and a half in the sun yesterday. No sunscreen because I just I hate sunscreen. Sunscreen is good. And usually it works, but I think the sun is a little hotter than I anticipated. Your body wasn't. I mean, it's it is hot, and it, and we are. Are we south of the? We're not south of the equator, but we're close. Yeah, we're it's it's warm. But yeah, we're at this beautiful hotel. Uh, I have a giant room with a pool in it, a small pool. Mm -hmm. I think maybe someone would consider it. It's a hot tub sized pool. Yeah, I was, I mean, everyone listening to this knows what it's like to have a pool in your own. What, this is called a plunge pool. It's called though? a plunge pool, yeah. Because there's not much you can do in it, but just like sit. Yeah. Which is nice. Cool I mean, off. You can cool down. I've I, we had one when we went to uh, when we went to Sicily. We had a plunge pool, and it's basically just like a place where bugs can gather. Mm -hmm. and I mean, hang it looks out, nice congregate. from right here. That's part of it. It does. And on a hot day, to go out there, have a nice cigar. Oh, and a glass of fine mezcal. And you don't think I've been doing that every night? Yeah, but also having a, you know, having a plunge pool in your hotel room. How many bodies is that? Which is. Uh, <laughs> Because the body's discourse is is strong right now for for ways that you can accumulate bodies, which would translate to sexual partners in your past. Creative ways to accumulate bodies without actually having penetrative intercourse. And I think having... I'm not a, super familiar with this trend, but it seems like something you're really on the campaign okay, trail so there's, for. <laughs> I understand how it works. I'm not on the campaign trail for it, but it seems... Like there's more to explore. There's there's like two more clicks left on it before we give it up. But like the the podcast YouTuber Bobby Antonoff, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she mm -hmm. she there's a video of her like she just divorced her mm -hmm. manager husband guy, her, the husband who looks like he's a fucking second baseman for the Padres. <laughs> <laughs> she divorced his goofy white but probably good looking guy yeah ass. good looking guy good looking guy he's probably got bands too yeah from her but still bands are bands no he did the deal he gets 10 percent. <laughs> he did the deal he did her titties he did her cheeks yeah she, but but they got two kids or something maybe three mm -hmm. so it's his finances are fucked up yeah it, it, it cometh and it and it taketh it away taketh away <laughs> goeth away but there's there's a video that i saw on x uh a few days ago and it and she was gonna have this like hot boxer on her podcast yeah and sh and there's like a scene where she's at his house and he's wearing the boxing gloves and she's wearing like a sports bra and boxing shorts like has a cute boxer look mm -hmm. or whatever and then she's holding the pads up and he's he's hitting and then she's kind of like oh my gosh it's so crazy you know like yeah. that kind of stuff and then at, at a certain point, she's, they start kind of like giggling and play fighting, and then he's chasing her around the house. Are you saying the sparring turned into a more flirtatious yeah. and exchange? Then, and, the, and the people on Black X were like, yo, like getting chased around a hotel room <laughs> is like 10 bodies. And I was like, oh, this is, well, a, it reminds, this is a new currency that I'm interested in. It reminds in. me of the tweet that was big a couple of years ago. Like if, if he knows what P50 is, he's ran through. Yeah, very similar. It's a similar. It's a, it's just a new take on that, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a ran through. It's 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 more or less interchangeable. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's differences with the exchange rate, but it's more or less interchangeable <laughs> with the ran through. What's the? <laughs> how much is ran through worth right now? Oh, okay. Well, it's down. <laughs> I mean, both of us know what P fifty is. I know the smell of it. Yeah, of course. I mean, the smell of it is what any. That's all anyone knows of it is that it works and it smells extremely strong yeah the mask that i use sometimes smells i would say worse from it's, the same from from biologique richard smells like a different kind of old pussy no no that, it doesn't smell like that it smells like p50 50, 50 year old pussy it smells like dirt like it smells oh. like like manure it, it's because it, it's brown it's actually really refreshing it's not refreshing it's <laughs> awful it's like it can't like if you put it in your dop kit sealed Mm -hmm. open the dop kit it's like durian yeah yeah exactly exactly you can, try to get that that facial scrub through malaysian uh, no uh airport no no, no no it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen um 
yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking about those things that because we were, we were talking yesterday at dinner or maybe the day before with Chloe Wise and she was talking about how she doesn't like certain foods and you know sea urchin and mm. caviar. Mm. I was they brought out a little tartlet that had some salmon roe on it and I was, I was scooping the salmon roe off because I famously don't enjoy it. And she was like, oh my God, I hate caviar. I'm like, eh, this is not caviar. Caviar is delish. And she's like, no, I, I just don't like that. I don't like sea urchin, you know, like oysters, things like that. And I was telling her like, that's sort of what makes a, a gourmet ingredient, a gourmet exotic rare sought after ingredient is it has to sort of be disgusting mm -hmm. to most people. Well, yeah, because you have to pretend like you like it to seem rich and cultured, whether you do or not. Well, oh, sea urchin's bad. I don't think anyone actually likes sea urchin. I think they like that it costs so much and that it's in small <laughs> doses. It's not like you're getting a cereal bowl full of sea urchin. No, no one would like it then. No, no, no. But that's but it's too powerful. I mean, but I've I've had I guess the other difference is for those high level ingredients, you have you can't just have the ingredient. They're not all created equal. It has to be the top of the top excellent version of it or else it's not worth putting in your in your mouth sure and that's why it's obnoxious which is why it's more obnoxious but i think that it has to have that certain level of disgustingness yeah. or putridness to it and it maybe it's a little bit of what you said but it's also what walks the line between like the perverse of like should i be eating this mm. you know like the bird on on billions where mm, you like mm. have to put the blindfold on mm. when you just like crunch a no, no. I mean, I think there's something to be said, though, about people. Like, if you say you don't like caviar, people are like, oh. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, it doesn't really taste like much. You just like it because it's expensive and it's fun. Yeah, that's true. It's I've never craved for caviar. All of that. There, so I guess nice. sea urchin's a little more a, a, a bolder flavor, I would say. But not if you get the good stuff. But and that sort of leads back to when I was talking a few weeks ago about how like health food has to sort of taste bad for it to feel like it's working. I need a medicinal working. feel. And, and now this is also transferring over to beauty and facial products. Like if I'm putting some lotion on me that smells so amazing, unless it's like sunscreen, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. supposed to smell delicious and amazing. But I feel like if, it, if I really feel like it's going to work, I have to have a little bit of punishment. Yeah. You know, like it has to look weird has to be blue or brown or green. Well, yeah, I mean, what's has to the smell like shit? What's the point? Because if you take a selfie of a clear mask, it's not people but can't it, even it, tell you it, have it on. It has the psychosomatic association with the fact that it's doing something. You are doing some work. Yeah, for sure. You're you are suffering in exchange for yeah, a greater beauty good. Is, beauty is pain. We all know that. <laughs> all right. How long gone? <laughs> uh, Jason, just so you guys know, Jason's really on Mexico time. He's has he has a a twofer of Corona in front mm -hmm. of him on the table. Dos Coronas. Because you're, are you getting ready for your DJ set in just a few hours? Well, I, I did the, yeah, just literally in two hours, I'm going to be upstairs in the, in the suite. So the suite, having a DJ. The, the suite of this hotel, Stevie, Stevie from purple explained to me largest hotel suite in North America. Yeah, man. So I can't wait to see it. In and it's barely in North America. It's like an hour away from South America. Where is the, where is it? Where are the decks located? Kind of in the center, but it, it it's one of those suites where there's a lot of water features. Sure. So you got to kind of watch it. So I'm if I'm in the mix and I'm feeling myself, you could. You there's could, nothing preventing me from falling into a body of water. You could go splash. I could go splash. I mean, I think that would probably make the set. It's not the oh. first time I've DJed next to this close to water, obviously. Yeah, but the water situation. at the standard hotel downtown, you don't want to fall in. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like no, that's no, no. that's worse than Mexican drinking water. It is. <laughs> you yeah, you you just looking at it, my eyes, ah. <laughs> Ooh. Uh well I'm, I'm excited um for the final activation of the weekend starring you. I, I okay, mm -hmm. so last night there was a the the opening party on the beach where they built a full rave center. I mean, yeah. it was it was a full on. It was production. pretty big stage production. Yeah, stage with with LCD screen, they had LED those, screens, the skylights dancing into the air. Fire, I heard fireworks. I saw the fireworks. Yeah, I was already back in the room, but sure, I, sure, I heard sure. it. And I, and it. I was. It was a very impress. I was like, oh, this is a fucking. I didn't realize they were inviting six hundred locals from yeah. Tulum. So the amount of man buns and white guys with dreads was up. <laughs> we're up. 
it was it was it was uh, it was definitely up. It it had a Art Basel in Miami kind of mm. feel to it. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would where agree. it was like y'all ain't from around here, yeah. but you also kind of fit in more than I do here. But, it, but I it felt cool. like it was a high energy. Like people were in a good mood. And you needed those those non influencer sure. people yeah. who you know have the ability to dance and enjoy to actually life have fun. Yeah, to yeah. yeah. You need people fun. that can actually have fun and show physically that they're mm -hmm. having fun versus what I was doing, which was standing talking to you. I was having fun, but it doesn't sure. look like it to an outsider. Yeah, we're just we're just kikiing with Sky. <laughs> we're just queening out. Laying around, I, having a sig. I uh, we're not doing Tulum dance. But I did, I did something today that I haven't done in years. I slept until ten thirty a.m. You slept later than I did because I think my body demanded it. You're on Korea time still. I think I was never on Korea time, which fucked me up even more <sighs> than than this. But Damn. sleeping till ten thirty made me feel like a fucking teenager. But I you do feel refreshed. To. You had the blackout curtains. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. It's also, it, it, it feels, it wasn't very loud. I couldn't hear anything last night. Because hmm. the playa is a little The playa is a little further away. If we were bumping at the pool, oh, good Oh, no. If, there would have been, if the <laughs> DJ with bongos would have been going last night, I would have been up till three. Did you have sand in your room? That's when you know you have a good party. No. I did I, wear loafers on the beach, though, which I didn't uh, love, but it's fine. So, But on the good side, loafers don't track a they, lot of sand they don't in. yeah there's I, nothing to grasp on well my javianas are in la so i couldn't pack them i would love to be wearing flip-flops right now sure but you know hey man it's all good um yeah i was having a i was having a little bronchito downstairs <laughs> that's the that's the technical term. bronchito <laughs> and there was a uh obviously chloe wise was there because she's everywhere and there was of course, a local raccoon in the bushes that she had located and was sort of taking ownership of a little bit, you know? Was she feeding? She was feeding. That's not okay. And I was joking, like two days ago, I was like, I've never been on a trip with Chloe Wise where you didn't find and befriend a wild animal uh, change your flight and mm. then there's like usually one other thing mm. you know mm -hmm. she's changed her flight she's located a raccoon so there's one more okay we have in the rule of threes i i i i saw i think i've seen a raccoon as well <laughs> i think i've seen and i i had to google how to say it in spanish uh mapeche did you need to use that or you just wanted to know I just wanted to know. Okay. I have a thirst for knowledge. But the bummer was I was sitting there hanging out, eating. I was on. I was talking to Carolyn on the phone, putting together a playlist and eating breakfast all at the same time. And then this damn raccoon comes right behind me in the bushes. And I turn around and the raccoon's sitting right there. He wants some of my chilequiles. <laughs> <laughs> he has a taste for the finer Mexican delicacies. He wants the chile. He's like, not the habanero on the side, if you could. <laughs> I mean, I normally, I couldn't handle the heat, but I'm just not feeling it right now. And I, I knocked the table and spilled coffee very close to my laptop. And I, 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 was, I was like a second away from having to rice my laptop. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact... The way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead. Give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step. <laughs> To visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raph on the nut.com <laughs> promo code how long? That's neutral.com 
promo code how long because you were so jolted by the visual of the raccoon yeah and my legs are so long so when i'm under the table any movement is going to shake the table i've been i mean of course i've been doing a lot of iron neck work lately so i've been in terms of my rotational pivoting it's kind of beast mode. I'm kind of beasting right now. So, well, if I, it was that beast mode, then I you wouldn't that. have shaken the table. <laughs> I think is the issue. I, if I would have isolated my core, yeah, you have then to, I wouldn't you have, have to isolate. In that well, situation. it was an emergency because there's a raccoon, and then there's hot coffee that is like a millimeter away from my USB drive on my MacBook Pro. So I and I'm on the phone, not hands free. I'm holding the phone, so I have to like scream at Carolyn. I got to call you back. Why are you doing this? Doing what? Why would you not? Who talks on the phone with the handset? I didn't. I I wasn't prepared to take a phone call, and I oh, didn't I bring see. my AirPods with me down to Bronx. Oh, because you had those. I was no. I was going wireless. Oh, you were going. Okay, I was okay, going okay. because I went down there solo, but I knew that I would have to do a lot of stopping yets mm -hmm. with all the people and everything mm -hmm. like that. And I didn't want to be a rude guy with headphones, but so I had to like scream at Carolyn. I gotta go, save the laptop, dry it all off. But I feel like. I have one more run in with this raccoon before I leave. Oh, I hope, that, mo I hope that motherfucker gets you a little bit. Gets a little claw on the ankle. <laughs> That's what I would like. Damn, do they spell raccoon with the U uh, <laughs> raccoon? The ac accent mark over the U instead of the oh, O O N? The, the raccoon. Raccoon. Yeah, it sounds cool. And I made a joke. When, well, oh, I wanted to learn how to say raccoon in Spanish. Mapeche. Because when the server came, I could make a joke about um, are you going to serve mapeche pibil tonight for dinner and oh he had a laugh oh that's great at I'm the thought of having uh, raccoon I, pibil tacos i have is, to say the staff this place is staffed the fuck up they're pro yeah they have to, i mean a place this this it's hotel huge. is as large as an airport yeah it's it's, it's nicer and bigger and better than any airport yeah it is it, it i is. guess that's not saying much but it's it's nicer and bigger and better than also hotels yeah mostly. <laughs> hotels as well <laughs> <laughs> I've slept in the airport before. It's not great. The accommodations are lacking in certain areas. I am I am feeling a little bit of guilt, though, uh, not having Carolyn here. Uh, only because it's like it's it's everything that she wants and everything that I want all in one, which is like my I love a Mexican vacation with an all-inclusive hotel, but all-inclusive hotels are usually kind of shit this isn't all inclusive it's all inclusive for us right now exactly that's the kicker yeah so she you know it's a nice fancy place she gets to have a beautiful well-appointed room and you know it's what a, he's it's like 1500 a night here it's it ain't cheap i ain't paying that there's a beautiful tub you know all the Le labo products this is not a plug but just knowing i just love knowing that 24 hours a day i can have whatever i want whenever i want and that is that is a real feeling of freedom i can i can i can call room service at four in the morning order a club sandwich take one bite of it flush it down the toilet nothing matters that's not a good attitude to have <laughs> just so you know uh, that's abusing your power and that's I, I mean i would never do that but just knowing that i could gets me horny i don't but i know that it is not a good attitude to have but it's like a little reprise from my normal life of hell and of and having struggle of having to. Oh yeah. Your tough life of having to pay for things occasionally. Yes. Yes. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would understand, but you know, it, it's because when, when Carolyn and I travel, we both have different agendas and plans. And we, on this trip, we really could have done both at the same time. And it would have been good. She can go do her shit. I can go do my shit. I can stop and do, I can pull out whenever I want. You, you know, she's like, I'm going to go do this thing at this time. I'll be like, cool. Have fun. See you later. Well, Whereas before I might have to be like, okay, I'll go. I'll, I'll do that. I don't understand you. why you would ever have to do it. Uh, so you be nice. Yeah. But like, if you want to go do a fucking sound bath, like that's <laughs> on you. I, I don't need, True. I don't need to do that. I'm a spiritual cat, but I just nobody don't. needs to do it. Well, you need to do That's a true. cacao healing upon arrival. <laughs> just to kind of set the level set. Just so, <laughs> I mean, otherwise you kind of have no choice when it comes to that. But if you, unless you want your frequencies off, I would hate 
hate for my frequency. I think my frequencies are finally back on. I think that's why. Oh. After I think that the the addition Riviera Maya has healed me after weeks of travel. I think yeah. this is what I this is the salve I needed for my burns. No Would, pun intended. Okay, well, I'm trying to think of the reasons why because you were before you were in Europe, Scandinavia, mm -hmm. Berlin, which is sort of your sweet spot. You love being in Stockholm and all mm -hmm. those places. Yeah, it was it was nice, but it's still like it just isn't it's in no way relaxing. You know what I mean? It's like pretty mm. and because of the we're running and having to keep the hours the same to do this and several other things mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like which is fine i don't really mind it but it just isn't my routine it fucks me up mm -hmm. because i'm not sleeping so you're just just being back on american soil north american soil i think that's that it. timeline but also i think there's one other element the the big difference is you and i are more or less the only straight people on this trip uh, so well maybe, no there's some tiktokers that don't look straight that i think are the yeah. guy that's been wearing a baseball jersey, <laughs> yeah, he's got to be straight. Or that he guy's could be crazy. Like a, I mean, the baseball jersey vibe is is like he feels like a member of 98 Degrees because he's like hot. And, he, and there's a certain kind of hat oh, that these guys wear. It's like this, this, the Siegelman Ranch, which is a cancer hat, and it's like this. A cancer hat? It's the worst. It just, what is a cancer hat? It, like for people who are cancers or no, people who have cancer? No, it's a disease. This hat is a disease. Okay. This okay. hat is only curable. We okay. got to cut it out. You I know thought what I mean? this was like when you have chemo and your no. mom knits you a beanie. No, 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 no. <laughs> so it's like a certain kind of hat. Yeah, Siegelman Ranch, I think is what it's called. It's a, But it's a certain kind of hat that has a kind of high. That's where I get all my Wagyu from. Like a high crown. It, it yeah. looks a little like 80s, and then sometimes they have the the band across the front. Yeah, it's yeah, like a, yeah. a, a fucking um, mm -hmm. golf, like an 80s golf thing. And little I Caddyshack. Fucking, I hate them, and they're very. It's like the aloe hat shape, mm -hmm. and yeah. they're very popular now, and they don't look good on anyone. And I don't understand why people like. It's kind of a mesh hat shape. If you well, you know, for the uninitiated, it's because these rich people who. Uh, grew up with generational wealth and you know hanging out in the horse no this is all fake that's the thing it's, it's all no one that's wearing that did that but they are wealthy no they're not they're like people who want wealthy. they're people who want to seem that way so they buy a $30 hat or $40 hat I'm ta I thought I'm talking about people who are legitimately rich trust fund babies who are buying $400 baseball no hats. that's not what we're talking about okay that's okay. not what we're talking about this is affordable and, and that but that style is the problem it's like the Metalwood Studios golf hat it's got this it's, is it because they want to wear a baseball cap and not be giving urban vibes uh I think it's just like they don't have enough swag so they have to cool. wear sort of like a like a neutered white boy I, I think it's a, I think it's a guy who would have worn a, a flat brim fitted yeah and no longer thinks that's acceptable so they've done the amber waves like we've talked about before it's all it's all this family of like mm -hmm. awful just awful hats <laughs> family of awful like hats just aren't that there's there's like two styles of hats you can wear mm -hmm. you know and the dad hat the reason the dad hat got so popular is because it looks good on most people yeah it's the most flattering shape it all it goes with anything yeah it's normal yeah it's not a statement maker. Yeah. Unless and, it says something crazy unless on there. Yeah, unless, yeah unless, it, unless it is solely there to make a statement. <laughs> but I just don't. <laughs> unless it says Proud Boys that on That guy and several. I mean, I see it all the time, but it's a big, it's a big LA look, that kind of hat. It's bad. It's really bad. It's I, really just don't, I just don't understand how, how something that like. That, bats, that, that hat shape screams, I pay for bottles. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly. I would be more than happy to pay for a bottle. That's exactly what the vibe is. But Whatever I, it takes, good sir. I don't understand. I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Um, but that guy, I've been studying that guy because he's, he's kind of a short king. He's not particularly good or bad looking. He's just a regular guy. He has a lot of charisma. He's got the hair. He's got the he's hair. He's got the TikToker hair, the 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 abbreviated mullet that is also ruining this country. <laughs> abbreviated mullet. He's wearing baseball jerseys most days. Um and then, you know, some aloe shorts and then on running shoes with no socks. 
and they're not even like the cool freaky on running shoes no they're, no, they're no. like the kind of kitchen they're the kind running. that your uncle would have yeah yeah like yeah. these look smart yeah yeah, yeah it's a wild look i kind of want to go talk to him and just see what his vibe is like where are you from and then also he has a very hot girlfriend with him. Of course. And that's that energy and vibe doesn't exist. I don't see it in real life. And I live in LA. Oh, I like, see it in real life all the time. It's I think it's a little more New Yorky and it's a little bit more west side of Los Angeles, not yeah, that's my true. side yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But true. just that guy and I don't know I, I'm assuming my first my my first thought goes to he's just rich as fuck. Oh no. And his no. That guy that guy has a roommate. So what, how he does, might have a G wagon, but he's got a roommate. <laughs> Hunter, he might have a Maserati, but he's definitely sharing it with his boy Brett. They like went to high school together. A hundred percent. No, that's the thing. Most of those guys aren't actually rich. The ones that are actually rich, you know, because there's some signifiers like a certain kind of watch. Mm-hmm. Cars aren't good enough. Car, cars, anybody can fake it with a car. Yeah. The watch. If you got a twenty thousand dollar or more watch on, mm-hmm. you you either are dumb or you got bread. <laughs> what are some more signifiers i won't i won't tell anyone but there'll be signs <laughs> no that's kind of that's the major one that i look but for. the watch could be fake no no one's bought i don't think people are at this level they're not doing it. yeah it's too but i i just i just can i can look at someone this is one of my greatest skills recognizing any sort of low-level famous person anytime mm-hmm. anywhere mm-hmm. and i can look at someone and tell you if they're rich or not okay Almost, but there are signifiers, but it's also just a feeling I get. I just mm-hmm. have the I have the gut. Yeah, and it, it inform- you're like a medium. It, yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm a medium. And you're I, Chris Cleo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I am. I I just I can pick it out and I can look at that guy there because there are people here that are rich. Yeah, that guy is not one of them. Interesting. I just you just know because there's lots of things people do to you want to make this interesting things that we all do that's I mean you know we we're we're guilty of this too we're all guilty Mm -hmm. of it but some people take it so far that it's like if you wear designer clothing head to toe it's a real 50 50 whether Mm -hmm. you're so rich that that's the only kind of clothing you see or you're overcompensating so much by wearing like Lueve logos to let people know yeah. that you spent fifteen hundred on the cotton crew neck sweatshirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Would you would you say that luggage is another good tell for the wealth level, or is that kind of hard to to know nowadays? Well, because I, I, I saw a lot of people on this trip with the away. Yeah, but that's because they got it for free. I know, but still, I mean, using away is insane. These to are me. people that travel. For a living. Like, I would rather have a suitcase from JCPenney than that. You know what I mean? Like, I would rather have some <laughs> shit from Kmart. But the... the it got the Samsonite from Nordstrom Rack. Yeah. forty nine ninety nine. That's, cooler. Good. That's yeah. cooler than a way. I think there's a certain... The rich people either have a very old, like, suitcase that's, like, Briggs & Riley is a brand that, like, Wasps mm-hmm. like, or maybe, like, a... My two sons' names. Yeah, yeah. Briggs, get in here. Briggs, Riley, Riley, downstairs Riley, now. The sun is down. Come in. <laughs> um, but they also could have. They also could have like a duffel bag. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like a little, a little, just a nice little leather weekender duffel. Oh yeah. It's quietly. But when you see an grand. asshole like me coming through with a, a Louis duffel and a Rimowa trunk, you know I'm broke. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it screams broke, and that's fine because I, I don't. I, I don't have that kind of bread, mm-hmm. and that's okay. You're not broke. You're doing just fine, but, but I could you're get, not ultra wealthy. No, I'm not. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't take the heli. Here. I don't want to. I don't want to be a dick, but you're not like ultra wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry for saying that. Well, speaking of of the of the Louis duffel on top of the Rimovois, I was on the plane leaving, uh, and also I've been on the plane with with ex uh, how long gone guest Phil Picardi. We keep so we keep running into each other. It's big Philly style over here at the at the edition. He's jacked now, bro. He was at the gym, jacked, <laughs> jacked, jacked. But I I was I took a I took an edible and went to the gym yesterday, and I was like, I'm just gonna have a healing sesh. I'm gonna you know get it all out. And I was doing it was doing quite well, and then like halfway through, Phil walked in, and then we just sort of independently worked out in this gym alone, just the two of mm. us, no talking, no words. You know, I, was, I feel like this is how pornos start. It, Hunter, I was in the gym this morning for a similar thing happened with Harrison from Airmail, who mm-hmm. is 
extremely good looking and was doing mm -hmm. the classic I'm hot workouts where you're like hanging and just lifting your legs all the way up for your abs. Oh, it's, it's just like okay. the wild, like I have every vanity muscle and I'm going to work all of them out. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I was watching so closely that it did feel like a porno because <laughs> I was so impressed by what he was able to accomplish. Like he's, he's already passing with straight A's and now he's just doing more <laughs> extracurricular exactly, work. Exactly. And you're like, you I fucking like, asshole. This, this, I mean, this motherfucker is getting it in and he's making it look easy. And that is aspirational for me. And also while on a trip where there's nothing to do but drink during at drink starting at 11 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point. That's Admirable. Good point. I I did 30 on the rowing machine. Oh, I did. I, I rowed today as well. After I did 30 in the treadmill, 15 on the rower. The rower here, um, the Techno Gym rower, it's it's much smoother than the Concept Two. Yeah, it's quite smooth. The Concept Two is really affordable. In it, like if you want one for your house, it's like 1,500 bucks, I think. And I bet the Techno Gym one is like 3,000 bucks. But then there's the one that has the water in it. Yeah, that but that's just for that's just for fucking American psycho types. You know what I mean? That's like the But that's kind of you, bro. No, concept two is the real for the heads. I don't I, I love the techno gym more than the concept. Oh, I two. understand that, but I'm just telling you what's for I'm the gonna heads. get it. Maybe I can find it used on Offer Up or something like you that. You can definitely no, there, I mean it's like Jim's got a business every day. Uh -huh. You can you can find you could find this I, I will liquidate her on Craigslist for sure. I mean I'm not I am not gonna get a rowing machine for the house because that's just crazy. My dad, a, we had one growing my dad was a, a rower for a while. If I had a gay raj. They're not I mean, I mean, I do have a gay rush. You could, but the thing with the concept is you can wheel it out pretty easy. I mm. think that's part of the reason it's more affordable. It's like pretty mobile. Sure. You know, with well, a techno gym, one feels a little more. Dude, the, the, my 30 minutes of rowing, eyes closed the whole time. With, with the ambient mix playing, I was touching God. I could see the inside of my body, kind of. That's, um, I was high as shit, actually. Yeah, I was going to say. That's, but it was cool. Loved it. That is cool. I mean, rowing, is, rowing sucks. So I think that like I really hate doing it. I like the way it feels, but I hate mm -hmm. for some reason it's more tedious than running to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's different. No, but it is meditative. I see because of the rhythm to it. Yeah. Which running has as well, but running of course. I, I feel like your body is under a little more stress. Yeah. Once and once you do it for a long time, you really are able to sort of focus on like you know where your where your feet are pushing totally, out totally. and like your hand grip yeah. and like am I pulling up or down? And yeah, the problem with the grip, I was getting so sweaty that it was slipping, and oh, now I got no. some new blisters. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's hot. But you can't wear gloves because then you're a loser. No, no, no. Nothing oh. worse than a man using gloves at the gym. What do you I, got? What do you need a manicure? I have gloves at home when I work out. That's only, crazy. Only for doing pull ups. That's though. crazy. What? You don't need them. I well I. I'm able to hang much longer with yeah, the gloves yeah, than with I don't have. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll use I use a grip. Hunter has like grips. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. you use, but they don't. Little grip wrist wrap kind of joint. The, you know the wrist wrap for deadlifting. Yeah, <laughs> that shit really works. Of it's kind of hard to get it on. It's kind of hard to like get it tight. But enough I wonder, alone. is it cheating though? Because you're... I think the real heads use it to a point where it's not cheating. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for for the amount of weight that I'm putting up, it's it's fine because you you want to build the grip strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're you know if you're deadlifting fucking 700 pounds, then yeah, use the you gotta have the back brace on. Use the wrapper. Uh, I want to. We should talk about the the boiler room. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. It, so I got home from speaking of being the only straight guy there. <laughs> oh man, I I I, so I I got home from Korea at like one. The flight was delayed three hours on the tarmac and. I had a conversation with the Korean air hostess mm -hmm. because I, I was listening to the announcement and they said D plane. And I was like, Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Mm. I was like, wait, hold on. We got to plane. I took my headphones off and he comes over and he's like telling me that like, he's like, you know, North South Korea, a lot of security, like what? And he mm. thought I was saying that I wanted to D plane. Like, let me off of oh, this thing. Oh, no. And I was like, bro, no, no, no. I thought we had to deplane. It's all good. I'm going to go back to drive to survive now. You do your thing. <laughs> I want to stay. I really want to stay. They always pull out the North <laughs> Korean card when the flights get delayed over there. It's such an easy oh, bullshit excuse. There's a dictator. We can't yeah. take off. <laughs> oh, Kim Jong-un said no. Like every time. Like, what do you say to that? You're like, yeah, obviously North Korea is going through a lot. And like it's, it's been bad for like a long time. We got to figure this out. Oh, they're going to shoot a missile at me. <laughs> so I made it home hours late. And then I felt insane, but I did something that I'm very proud of myself for. I just kept it going. 
Like I didn't sit down. I went and got a haircut. This shark kept moving. I had lunch. I went to Equinox. I took a shower. I, I got after it, bro. I got a haircut and had lunch. No, I'm saying that I didn't sit. If I sat on the couch, I would have fallen asleep. Of course. You know what course. I mean? So you had to keep it physically moving. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then uh, Jacob and I went to Leo for dinner, which I'd never been to, which was quite good. And having pizza after three days of uh, what Koreans consider vegetarian food was you healing. Only, you you only have so many scallion pancakes, huh, buddy? I had a great. What was the what I told you? you told, How many green onions did you eat over a three day period? I didn't really. I feel like the whole trip to Korea, I didn't eat or sleep. I did all of those things, Slay. but I just didn't feel like. I think you would have come back here a little skinnier. <laughs> yeah. And also, by the way, Chris has the uh, the sunglasses tan line, yeah, tan line right now. And we were discussing that last night of like that's how you know Chris is actually straight because <laughs> it does feel like a gay would a, never allow that to happen. I've been like on a boat in Florida fishing all weekend. Uh-huh. Uh but yeah, so we I Jacob and I went to dinner <laughs> and then we went to the show and the the crowd at first and Was the, it hard to get in? No, there was like a Charlie sent like a text with like instructions on what door to go to. Was the text titled Hey babies or Hey Angels? Hey Angels. <laughs> no, it was not. But there, Hello Angels. But there were like I guess there were people there from like eight eight hours. Oh, man. like waiting to get into this warehouse in bushwick and then like there, a trump sneaker drop basically and then there was a back door or a side door and so you went in there and it was you know me, angel's entrance me jacob ion pack dasha you, all the all the heavy mm -hmm. hitters mm -hmm. and then you got i got i got back there and i was like oh there's there's not that it's not that freaky this is like regular you know it's like oh okay standard club fair and there's a couple of you know like there's a couple of industry heads there. George is there. You know, it's like it's mm -hmm. it's very normal feeling. Shout out to George. We miss you. It's very normal feeling. A couple then, of A and R douchebags. And then lingering. we and then we and then they're like, all right, like everybody out. She's gonna go on and whatever, like 15 minutes. So I, I and Imogen is there, and Imogen is like, you don't want to be on the stage, do you? We didn't think, and I'm like, no, I don't. I, I really don't. I really don't. I was like, it'd be funny if I was in the so stage. So you were you were like in the wings right above it. There's like of? a mezzanine above it. Yeah. You're in the mez. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> but then I got, I was like, where are the freaks? And then I got out there and I was like, oh, they're all here. They're okay. all here. But I I want to say this because the I was really blown away with the way that people were locked in. Like I don't think I've seen like mm -hmm. a fan eating like just eating out of her hand. Right. Like it right, was right, just right, like. Right. Like trying to make eye contact of like six hundred people trying to make eye contact with her while mm -hmm. she's DJing, and Addison Ray is popping it. Energy was high. Energy was high to the point where the mezzanine. I was like, maybe this isn't. This could collapse. Damn. You know, when it, when she played Vroom Vroom, you, you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but it was it was funny to watch. But it really was. But it's cool. I mean, I I like that that was happening because I I think it's a real testament to really how much of an impact Charlie has. And how yeah, like it's, it's it's like I, I how there's like a real groundswell forming yeah. for her right now. It doesn't feel yeah, and it doesn't feel weird like Taylor Swift. Yeah, it exactly. feels it feels like people that just want to have fun. They're not like I would eat your garbage. You know? What, <laughs> do, do you know what I'm saying? Like I, they're not trying to. Get, I would drink your bathtub. Yeah, water. they're not trying to get a used tissue from her. They're right, just like right, this right. was lit. You looked hot. This is cool. I think I think it's two things. I think it's all of what we said, and I think that. Another cool part uh, is, is that the fact that Boiler Room is a free event. Mm -hmm. Obviously, not everyone could get in. You know, there was twenty five thousand people <laughs> left out in the cold. Twenty five thousand RCPs <laughs> is so funny. It's a little high, but it, it's cool that they're behaving as if they bought a five hundred dollar ticket six months ago and are camping out, and this yeah. is their thing. Yeah. But these are all like cool, interesting people who are able to get in here. It was a free show, yet they still are waiting for hours to get in and they are really showing love. They're they're yeah. turning up, they're partying. I mean, and I think it's a big reason is that there's just like a, a big hole in the market for party club fun music. Yeah, it's just fun. It's not it's not sad and it's not boring. And I mean other it's like Charlie and Alex Chapman are the only people who are <laughs> like fun DJs to watch now. Like dance music has become pretty serious lately. Oh really? I mean I kind guess, of I, I mean, mean like you know with with like quote unquote like business techno and just like kind of boring minimal yeah, kind yeah. of shit where it's just like very serious and like it's about the visuals of like a giant you know angel 
and like Grimes being birthed out of a robot yeah, and like yeah. Shrek screaming. Like, it's not fun. It's not like it's doing everything except having fun. Like yeah. it looks crazy. It sounds crazy. It's a blah, blah, blah. It's an experience, but it's, it, it's not just like getting fucked up and the like, raging and like Charlie is really good at that and nobody else is doing that. Really. I was really impressed with uh, A.G. Cook because like I get He's it great. and I've like I've read the stories and like kind of under it's not for me. But that motherfucker was going crazy, and he made he made an album try to attract you. His new album is called Britpop. Uh, I know and the 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 art the artist don't sick. sound like Britpop. No, I know artist. Sick. I'm like, bro, you you're you're fucking with me. This doesn't sound the like the art Britpop. is really good. It's, I, it's really cool. It's giving a pulp B side. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But he was he was really. I was like, oh, this guy's a fucking superstar. Like, I get it. Yeah, he looks like a little tall elf. I mean, I think he's one of those people that like cannot. He probably can't like can't drive can't get himself anywhere <laughs> but you put him in the studio and that, and he's a beast doesn't have an id you put it yeah 100 <laughs> percent. you put him in front of four cdjs and he's gonna blow your mind but he uh -huh. cannot do his taxes right he doesn't he doesn't know what day it is he's never gotten his mail can't scramble an egg yeah no definitely not but that's cool i like Has a little trouble with child safe <laughs> child safe things no, i like on. a savant i like a savant i think it's i think it's cool we don't have we need to protect our savants yeah, that's sort of our jobs it's a it's a lost it is people are like autism it's like no this guy's just really good at something and he can't do anything else and that's cool yeah and he's getting a bag oh he's definitely getting a bag yeah and aut unfortunately autistic people they spend it they blow it all on stuffed animals and shit. <laughs> George George had a t-shirt made for his new ambient. He had like a custom Dirty Hit 2 t-shirt made. Okay. One of one, which I, I, I liked that kind of like, I know I'm going to be on the boiler room. That's smart. I'm going to stream tonight. I got to fucking represent. Yeah. I hope to do that one day or get to the level one day where... Actually, no, I've done that a couple times. You You wear a How Long Gone shirt all the time. No, but like, like get one shirt for the sh like oh. when we were in Boston, <laughs> I got that Boston shirt. You know, you mean when I when I forced you to get a Boston when shirt? you forced me to buy a shirt at the airport, I bought it. it, it company looked, card. It looked, it looked good. It did look good. It didn't look crazy. It was sharp. I w I wanted one that looked a little crazier, but you did veto. I can't remember what it said. Maybe just I think it. No, it was had a, it was bad. It, it had was like, like a four leaf clover on it or something. No, the one you wanted to get me said something about like lobster <laughs> or chowder or something. Chowder. It was very chowder. Collegiate font. Yeah, it was just it was just a little, just a little ooh, too far. Yeah, it was too far. Um, yeah, I was trying to. I was I've I've just been sort of marveling at the outfits here lately and the when when i was on the plane over you you mentioned um guys with dreadlocks and there was and oh sorry and the the louis duffel on top of the remova there was this guy who seems to be a, a well-connected guy who was around here but he had he had the craziest outfit on i've seen in a long time like one of the guys that wears like burlap sack mm -hmm, shirts mm -hmm. that cost four thousand mm -hmm, dollars kind of thing mm -hmm. and like sh like short pants that like go Culottes, mm -hmm. Rick Owens culottes, a Rick Owen culotte, and then the the Balenciaga tire tread, mm -hmm. crazy big giant mm -hmm. shoes mm -hmm. with the skinny ankle. Mm -hmm. It's just such a. It's, it's sounds comfortable for travel. It's a silhouette that I can't stop staring at. It like boggles my mind. That's the whole point. That's why. That's why they do it. I know, but it's in a way that is so. There's no good about it. Like it doesn't seem comfortable. Like it's it's comfortable looking but i don't this think goes it's comfortable. Back, this goes back to what i'm saying it's like you want to look rich because you everybody knows that clothes that are cut like that are expensive <laughs> because yeah they're supposed to be challenging <laughs> i know but to it's uh it's it's just gone too far like you you've taken the the kind of lenny kravitz meets tulum meets rick vibe and when you make it your lifestyle when like you wear that to get the newspaper in the morning, oh, see, I actually appreciate that. I think the commitment is what makes it more acceptable. Yeah, like if you're like, this is what I do, then I believe you. Versus this I do this once I, in a while, um, I don't believe you. But there's some alpha. I mean, people packed for this trip. Yeah, people, it, people it, are wearing like people are changing clothes. Raul changed clothes last night at, at between yeah. dinner and the party. And the the his, the person that person's travel companion was wearing uh matching pink chrome hearts sweatsuit five bands on the sweatsuit top and bottom and then 
the big pink Telfar tote uh-huh. full of only shoes. This is cool. So it was like the small Remova check-in bag, which which had I don't know what. And, and then a, 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 a Telfar tote Telfar full ba- of Lucy's. Telfar tote bigger than the yeah, yeah the, 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 the Ruby and just filled with loose kind of scuffed up Dior sneakers from three seasons ago and you know not in bags just people, like thrown people in. People pack the, I mean you and see- no there's and I, I would have I mean I would have just laid a towel over it or something I mean, just shoes sticking out. You the thing is that people you see it when you see somebody get their bag opened at security. Yeah, you're like, did you just like use a rake to put the clothes in here? Like, <laughs> like, like you can just fold. To, like, it's well, not- I fold when I'm when I'm going and when I when I'm coming back. I I love. I only I fold both ways because it'll it just fits better. That's the only. I mean, I, I would prefer to not fold on the way back because it's dirty. I agree, but yeah, I I create two zones: a yeah. clean zone and a dirty zone. And which is separated, and the dirty zone. Oof! I'm doing Kobe from mm-hmm. from downtown, mm-hmm. throwing the socks in there. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, I love doing that. Mm-hmm. And then I get you that. get home, dump it straight into the wash. They checked my bag actually at security here. They like pulled me over and like opened it. Really? Yeah. They uh, the dog. They pulled me aside and had the dog sniff my bag. You look guilty. I was fine though. I didn't bring any flour on this trip. <laughs> I didn't. It's not, it's not worth it. <laughs> I did bring a lot of edibles. Is Mexico? I mean, I guess what you can buy. I forget you can buy pills here. Like you just go to the fucking store and buy Vicodin and Xanax and Adderall. Nah. You, yes, a hundred percent. At the airport, not at the airport. Not, well, the air. You, yeah, you can definitely do that, but it's still it's hard to bring two hundred Xanaxes. You think back. that, but it's not. I, as a person <laughs> used to travel with a hundred pills in a fucking vitamin bottle, it, it never. I, I had pills with me everywhere I went. For two and a half, three years, and never had a problem. Yeah. Never. Okay. Pills don't smell. That's true. They but, can't. But they show up on the X-ray scanner. Yeah, but dude, I, I mean, I'm packing. I have two giant arteryx like folios full of vitamins that I take with me, mm-hmm. and syringes and shit, and no one has ever looked folios. at folios. How does it feel to be not riding dirty with even dirtier looking stuff? It sucks. It. No, I think that's so cool. It's it's cool. It's, it's like it, when you're like a shithead and you finally get registration tags <laughs> no, on your car and it, you're it, like, no, it's, I wish a motherfucker would pull me about, over. That's what I say about not drinking. It's like, I'm going to go fat. What are you going to do? Pull me over and give me a speeding ticket? I don't give a I would, fuck. I mean, obviously, you don't want to be pulled aside into secondary customs and have your bag opened and yeah. inspected by somebody. But just to have that feeling of like, you ain't going to get me. The FBI can come in here. Yeah. And go, you know, with a fine tooth comb, whatever, and you ain't gonna get me. There's a there's a good feeling there when I agree. I've spent so much of my life not feeling that yeah, way. Yeah, I agree. You know what? They always they go. The thing that gets stopped every time is film. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they and they won't. Like a lot of people are just like, no, we won't hand check it. So I have it in this lead bag because they think up. it it could be an explosive. No, because it, if, when you put it in this certain kind of bag, it just shows up as like a blob. I think like because oh. it's blocking. The like, what the frig is this? Yeah, so what is this? Yeah, which is fun. so it forces them to hand check it after they say they won't. <laughs> and I also like the fact that now, when, whenever I travel, we have our podcasting equipment. And before, I would always get pulled mm. pulled out, and they're like, "What is?" Because like it just looks like a bunch of wires yeah, and it shit. Like X ray, it looks like a bomb. When I had the Serato box traveling with me, they're like, every single time I got that pulled. Uh, out. All right, a track, calm down. <laughs> but now it's cool that. Uh, this medium and this platform has grown so much where I'm at TSA and like, oh, I'm a podcaster. And like, all right, they're all good. Damn. Whereas well, before they'd be like, what? I guess everybody at the airport's listening to Joe Budden or Rogan, depending on sure. who it is. Tom Green, whoever it may be. <laughs> that actually might be a good one. Tom Green? I think Tom Green. I think Tom Green might be in his truth telling phase. He's he's like the first podcaster. Is he? That he's that's how Joe Rogan got the idea to podcast. But oh, I didn't know that. Tom Green would host it all. It was like before all the stuff existed. So it was like in the a website you would go to or something. So he would have to literally pay like like buy servers wow. and to like host the bandwidth of it and everything like that. Damn that! Because that was when he was like pretty famous. I think so. Yeah, and Damn. he yeah he would like do web streaming and and Damn, that's cool. Pods and I didn't everything. know he was a pioneer. He's a pioneer. You know how those Canadians are. Um. 
Do you want to talk about Shane Gillis on SNL? Because that seems to be a hot topic right now. I watched. I mean, I watched some clips. The Trump sneaker shit is really funny, and there's an HR skit that's very funny. Mm-hmm. That I'm surprised Bo and Yang didn't protest being in. Um, <laughs> the monologue. The monologue is is funny too. It's. I don't. I think he's funny. Yeah. And I also don't think what he's like. What he did was like this on the show on Saturday Night Live wasn't like super offensive. I think no, the Down syndrome so. stuff could rub some people the wrong way. But it's yeah. like his family. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. not it's not like he's like his taking, brother or cousin. Yeah, his niece. And like he it's the but the story about it is like funny and kind of charming. It's not offensive. Yeah, and he's he's I've heard him do that, do that bit before. before where like I I like that he's taking a subject that everyone is uncomfortable to talk about and mm-hmm. he's normalizing it and adding a positive spin by saying that people with down syndrome that he knows first of all he's saying i know multiple people with down syndrome and you guys don't so already win for me yeah and then he's saying that like they have more fun than than we all do and i feel like it's a good (laughs) it's the part about harmless way to bring it up a coffee shop with my family for like down syndrome uh people to work in Mm -hmm. and he's like they're the same as us bro they come to work and they hate this shit (laughs) (laughs) it's the same we're all the same i was like that's pretty that's pretty funny a lot of people were talking about the the young female guitar player looking pissed the whole time but she she uh does the, she has that same face for everyone doing the monologue she never i wonder if the band i mean the one guy laughs like the the guy that's been there for like the saxophone player or something yeah, it's yeah, yeah like but i mean i'm i i cannot wait to hear how the week went i don't know if we'll ever find out but there are definitely people that were pissed off I don't know. Dude, 100%. I mean, you would think so, but like what like when Trump was on, that felt so much more hostile than than Shane Gillis. And I think that I think it did to the outside world, but I think because he got fired from the show, like if you work there, it's a different thing than if you're a viewer. Yeah, but he never, I mean, he was fired before he ever did any work. Yes, but I think the, the people <laughs> that work at Saturday Night Live are bleeding heart liberal like dying for it a hundred percent not everyone i would some some more than others but it leans that way for sure a hundred percent but i didn't notice i didn't notice anyone who was doing scenes with him giving any well they're fucking actors they shouldn't i know but you know like bowen well like when like dave Chappelle came on stage bowen um like made a point to distance himself in in protest kind of thing and I, f- I feel like Shane won them all over over the week when there were... There's no way. Working it out. There's I, I, no I, way. I really felt that. There's no way. They're just professional. They know they can't... Like, they know... What are you going to do? With, like, Trump or Chappelle, it's like a statement. But with some comedian that most people don't know, it's like, what's the point? Yeah, I'm not going to stand on business over a guy that, like, I don't care about. Nobody will know why you're being weird. Yeah, like, I, I mean, he What's was... a good point. monologue where he was like, don't Google me. It was really funny, too. <laughs> don't i i got fired from the show don't look it up don't find out what it is it's funny yeah people people were saying it would have been a more more of a boss move for him to cancel last minute in in, in like a i mean that's just stupid though that's just bad for your career or 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 to turn it down or to turn the offer down that's also stupid and bad for your career this is, pe- this is broke mindset. This is people that have nothing going on that would suggest that that's <laughs> the thing you do. You get asked to be on like a prestigious, very popular television show to do what you already do anyway. Saying no to that is bad ego stuff if you if you choose okay. to do that. I don't disagree with you. It but, does have bad energy to it. It's also like you win. Like they fired you and they ask you back. That's the, vic- that's the win if you think that way. Yeah, you get to kind of walk in. Yeah into a place that kicked you out and you're the host so and they have now to you have pander, they have to pander to you a little bit you know they can't like it's a different relationship a, a, a person who fired you is now asking if you want water sparkling or flat but i think lorne i think the reason what i read was the reason he did it is because he's like the the show is viewed as like coastal elite lib like we're missing the middle basically and this is a guy who like appeals to to that mm-hmm. in some way which is the same thing with the guy from nashville that no one had ever heard of yeah 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 yeah. you know and it's i mean if, if your job is to make money and keep a tv show on the air you do need you need that it's like good business it is it is yeah you know it's true unfortunately a lot of a lot of the shane gillis fans are 
very kind of incel-y. For sure. Like they just are dying to say slurs, you know? Like that's just like their whole vibe. And I think he's trying to separate himself from that a little bit. It'd be, it'd be smart if he did. I'm sure. I mean, I think when you get super popular, you do, you, you'll move away from it kind of naturally a little bit. Like the more popular you get, mm -hmm. those people. But then he'll lose his core fan base. But I mean, I th it is exciting because he's sort of doing the 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 difficult thing where there's there's two paths and he's deciding to go through the the forest in the middle the uncharted territory of doing the as, harder as thing. far as offensive comedians he's a lot funnier than dave Chappelle. i'll tell you that <laughs> yeah that's I true watch a, i'll watch an hour of dave Chappelle and not even crack a smile <laughs> like it's just not funny like that's, you gotta smoke weed to you, you know what I mean? it's dave just not Chappelle. it's not good so like and he's i, I mean but I think people give because he's been deemed a genius. People are are able to justify whatever he's doing. He's like, you don't get it. If you don't, I mean, you just might not get it because it's like <laughs> it's pretty heady, <laughs> you know. Which is, I mean, that's a common thing in society. When like someone's deemed a genius, they get a license to do things that are bad, and people trick themselves into thinking it's good to sound like they understand it. Yeah. I'm like every solo album that's ever been yeah, made. Yeah, exactly. We don't every, need it, bro. Every low, uh, Liam and Noel Gallagher solo <laughs> yeah. album. Every look, look, look. There's a couple good songs in the Liam solo albums, there's a couple. I don't need that. Every band where the solo album, you that's know, point. the Duff McKagan solo, you know, the 11th solo album he's done, whatever it means, you know. But even, even good people like Paul McCartney, Oh, we Paul McCartney. David Bowie. Paul McCartney's put out fifteen. No, no, David Bowie. No, Paul McCartney's put out fifteen bad records. No, there's 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 multiple threads about David Bowie's. No, later he's had career. bad records, but he was never in a band. That's true. Is what I'm saying. Well, he he, kind of yes, kind of no. What band was he in? Ziggy Stardust. Yeah, but that's like his. It was band. a fake. Band. It's not the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's true. That's a bad example. That, but but, I, but I, he definitely has some stinkers. Oh yeah, but all those guys have stinkers because they did too much coke for like a ten year period when it was totally acceptable to do that much coke, and I think they just lost the sauce and well, then got back on track. No, I mean I feel like being constantly called a genius and doing cocaine—it's mm. like peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah, that's you know that's what I mean? diabolical combo. That combo together, oh, try and resist it. Yeah, that's honestly that's a how Reese's do you peanut not, butter cup. How do you not book <laughs> studio time when you have that coming at you? Every oh, you're day? saying I'm a genius? Get an eight ball. Let's go. Um, so I could just make all this music myself, get all the fame and adoration. I don't have to split the money with Ringo. Uh, yeah, let's and let's it can run sound it. like whatever I want it to sound. Run like. it up. <laughs> run it up. <laughs> I love the idea of David Bowie saying "Run it up." <laughs> R.I.P. to the God. R.I.P. to the God. Um. Okay, I think we're almost done here. I gotta go. Um, you gotta go prep your set, bro. I gotta go DJ. We, Chris and I, played billiards yesterday in a pistachio-colored pool table. We uh, took one one game each. Neither of us did well. No, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty, but it was fun. And it was. Thank God, it was captured. Uh, I, we would have done much better if we had the powder that you put on your hand. And that's the, what in I kept saying. Exactly. I can't work without the proper equipment. That's the problem when you have the when you have the vanity billiard set where yeah. it's more of an artistic piece yeah, to look at and not to yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're making it out of odd mm -hmm. materials, it's, woods it's and not, marbles. It's not like pro league ready. It's not for me. Um, all right. Well, look, thank you. It's like one of those basketball hoops where it has like Swarovski crystal mm -hmm. chains on mm -hmm. it instead it's of like the that's, net. That's not going to hit the same. <sighs> I can't fucking get buckets on that shit. You can't get buckets on anything. Uh, how long gone? Thank you for listening. Uh, we're back next week with more podcasts. Thank you to the Edition Hotel here in Mexico. Thank you to Stevie for setting us up with this. We had a great time. Thank you to all of our angels at Purple PR. And uh, thank you to all the influencers that put up with us this weekend. Um, as guys not capturing, we didn't bring photographers with us or any content creators. <laughs> We've had to do our own creation, which is, you know, it's uh -huh. tough. It's not, not everyone can be in the, in the gutter. Like some this. of us have to roll your sleeves up mm -hmm. and get after it. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll see you next week. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, that's it, I guess. That's it. All right. I'm going to go DJ now. Mm -hmm. Later.